You're listening to the Fitness with Leah podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Fitness of Leah podcast. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode, which was a Mother's Day special where I had my mum on. So we were talking all about her work and her kind of upbringing as well. It's quite an interesting talk, quite a few of you have said. Um, but today, well actually we've only got two episodes left of this season. So today's and then the last one will be in next week. So what I'm going to be talking about today is how often should you be exercising? Because uh, it's a question that I get asked quite a bit on how much exercise should I do or to get fit or to lose weight? What should I be doing? And the first thing you need to ask yourself is what are you doing at the moment? If you are doing no exercise whatsoever, what I tell you these guidelines are in a minute might just be a bit too much so what i would say is is build up gradually like anything we can't just go into everything full pelt we need to kind of ease ourselves in and then once we've um established oh yes we can do that weekly we can then add a little bit more to it and a little bit more from there so do uh, take um notice of like what guidelines are going to give you here however don't feel a failure or, oh God, I can't meet that. Because bit by bit, you will be able to, it just depends where you're kind of, where you're starting off at the moment. So what the NHS says is looking at, um, so cardiovascular exercise, so aerobic exercise. So this is exercise where you're going to be getting your heart rate going and your blood pumping around your body, getting a bit warm and sweaty. And so yeah, all good for your heart and your general fitness you should be aiming for 150 minutes of moderate intensity exercise. So I'll explain what I mean by that in a minute. Or 75 minutes of vigorous intensity exercise or a mixture of both of those. So a mixture of moderate and a mixture of vigorous. So what I mean by that 150 minutes of moderate intensity is any form of exercise which is going to get you breathless yeah but not excessively breathless so you're going to be able to still hold a conversation with somebody so let's say this could be an example is going for a very brisk walk so you're not just going for a casual dawdle down the street you're going to go for a brisk walk so you're going to feel that heart rate going up you can feel your you know your, your pulse beating a little bit faster you start to feel warm you start to feel a little bit sweaty and um, but you can still hold a conversation okay you can still talk and so that would be a moderate intensity that would be the rate that you're working at so things that you could do for this is like i said a brisk walk and um, if you're a keen runner now running comes under vigorous however I argue with that a little bit because if you run a lot and you're going for say like a light jog so you're not going at your normal pace run you're going for like an easier run and you can still you know talk to your friend as you're running that would be counted as moderate intensity dancing would be another one hiking and also some kind of housework because you think when you do housework say you're doing the vacuuming and you're walking up and down the stairs or you're uh, you know getting all the clothes from upstairs and taking them down and putting them in the washing machine you know you can be quite on the go or if you're 
vigorously scrubbing away at the floor or different parts in the house you can get a little bit of a sweat on can't you and you can get a little bit little bit breathless as you're doing it so some forms of um, housework could actually be classed as aerobic and um, sorry moderate intensity um and also like say like mowing the lawn and things like that where you're walking around doing that that would be as well in some forms of gardening so think a bit outside the box when it comes to it as well it doesn't always have to be traditional kind of exercise that you might think of there are other things that you probably do in your day which could count towards that that moderate intensity so it says 150 minutes and this is over a week over a weekly period so you could split this down into you know <laughs> You'd have to do 150 minutes at once, and I'd advise you not to do 150 minutes at once. Five 30 minute sessions are always quite good, and uh, say so five half an hour walks, um, or you could split it down even less than that. So you could do uh, 10 15 minutes instead. I'm not going to go through all the different mathematical equations because it is going <laughs> to make me do quick maths on the spot here, but yeah, so you could split up to five half an hour moderate intensity sessions or 10 15 minute ones. So, like, say the 10 15 minute ones, a good way of doing that is going for like a 15 minute walk and um, say on your lunch break and then a 15 minute walk um, when you get home, especially the lighter evenings at the moment, that's going to be a lot easier to do, uh, especially if you're not a morning person and or you haven't just got time in the morning to get out for a walk or do a, any kind of aerobic activity. Um, then that'd be your chance to go at lunchtime, move away from your computer and then when you get home when it's light as well. I'm doing an exercise class, which is more like low impact. So when we look at more like the high impact and like hit classes, that's going to veer onto the vigorous intensity. But if you're doing like a, a low intensity, low impact cardio session, um, which is going to get your, you know, your heart rate up, but you're not going to be too, too breathless from doing it, then that would be classed as moderate intensity as well. So think about what you do at the moment. And are you doing 150 minutes of moderate intensity? Or another way you can do it, okay, by getting your aerobic activity in over a week is 75 minutes of vigorous intensity instead. So this is obviously going to be a lot harder. <laughs> uh, lots of people probably don't go for this option because a lot of people don't um, like to get really sweaty um, and they don't like to get too breathless. Um, but, you know, it's up to you. You can still go ahead and just do 150 minute moderate intensity. And you don't have to veer onto this. But I would say a combination of both is going to be good. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, you could do 75 minutes of vigorous intensity. So this could be split up into, say, three 25 minute sessions. Now, how these sessions would look, obviously, you're going to be a lot more breathless. You're going to find it a lot harder to hold a conversation. And so you think about when someone's trying to talk to you when you're going for a run and you're like, oh, you know, you're trying to gasp for that breath a little bit more. So what you could do for this is could be jogging, it could be running. It could be like interval running as well. So where you run for a duration of time, say a minute, and, and then you walk for a minute and then you run for a minute because you're only having very short amounts of recovery. So not massive amounts. So when you're putting that running in, you are really feeling the effects of it. And um, using the skipping rope, so skipping would be one. And um, some certain sports would be high intensity, uh, but not necessarily for the whole game. So you think of say like a football or a rugby game or netball, um, where it's a bit stop start, but you've got those kind of shorter kind of sprints and darting around, and um, all those longer kind of harder runs. 
where you are going to be working more vigorously, but then you might have areas where um, where you're just kind of jogging around. So that actually, that would be a nice kind of mixture of a moderate and intensity kind of style um, aerobic activity. Um, and then hit classes as well, or another um, option of how to get your vigorous intensity activity in as well. So yeah, so you could look at free 25 minutes. So in that respect, um, it's less time. Okay, so that's why a lot of people do sometimes opt for this approach or opt for hit classes, because they get, um, you know, activity done in a shorter time frame. So especially if you haven't as got as much time on your hands, then this could be a good way of doing it. And you could do, say, like a Monday session, a Wednesday session and a Friday session. And that's your, you know, you've hit your aerobic um, activity levels that you need to meet for the weekly period. Or you could do a mixture of both. Say so you could do, say, three half an hour walks. Okay, so that will equate to 90 minutes, okay, at a moderate intensity. And then you could do, because um, remember, what you do for like your vigorous almost kind of counts as double, if that makes sense. So instead of doing, so you've got your three half an hour walks, and then to make that 150 minutes, you would then normally add two half an hour walks on as well. So if you wanted to mix it with vigorous as well as that moderate, you could do two half and that two quarter of an hour, sorry, two quarter of an hour vigorous sessions because that quarter of an hour is going to equate to half an hour. And then the other quarter of an hour that you do is going to equate to half an hour. So you bolt those two half an hours onto the other three half an hours that you've done at moderate. That will equate to a mixture of three moderate uh, and then two higher and um, vigorous intensity sessions as well. So for those quarter of an hour sessions, you could do that kind of 15 minute quick hit workout or a 15 minute quick run or whatever you wanted to do in that 15 minutes or skipping rope. And so you can see what I mean there by doing a combination of both. So, which is another good way of doing it because you're working um, without getting too technical here, you're working two different kind of systems. And so one more being your obviously aerobic and then you've got your anaerobic and um, which is going to be working. I'm not going to go into too much detail that. And to be fair, because I need to swap up on those areas as well. But um, you're working two different pathways in the body. So it's quite good to do um, because sometimes we can just work very much aerobically where you use oxygen and then anaerobic where you're not using oxygen. That's when you get that kind of buildup of lactic acid um, forming. So sometimes it's good and it's good to do that to the body as well. So I would recommend a combination of both. However, depending on your lifestyle, one or the other is absolutely fine as well. Now, that's the aerobic um, things covered. That's how much we should be doing a week of getting that heart rate going, helping your cardiovascular system. Now, the second bit I want you to try and add in a week um, is to resistance sessions as well. So that's what they recommend. They recommend either 150 minutes or 75 minutes of your aerobic activity plus two resistance sessions which works the whole body so you're thinking about you working your lower body you work in your upper body um and then you've got an element of core strengthening there as well now you don't have to necessarily do separate core workouts because when you're doing some upper body and lower body exercises you're actually getting your core worked there as well more than if you're going out for a walk and a run yeah, so you think when you're walking, you're running, your core isn't really being worked. However, when you say you're lifting some weights or you're squatting or you're lifting the weights above your head um, or you're doing a deadlift or you're doing a, a glute bridge, um, then you are using a lot of your core core muscles as well. 
So think about adding in two resistance workouts a week. Now, you don't necessarily need to have weights for this. You can do all bodyweight exercises. There are so many workouts out there now. And um, if I was just to run through a bodyweight um, uh, workout that you could do for me talking through at the moment would be something to work the legs would be say squats if you find squats a struggle grab a chair sit down to the chair and then stand up again repeat that 10 times for three sets yeah so that could cover your um lower body upper body now if you haven't got any weights what you could do is just grab something that's quite heavy so two water bottles i always suggest like two liter water bottles and um, standing up pop them on your shoulders and then simply lift your arms above your head and then back down to your shoulders. Do three sets of 10 of those. So that would be a upper body exercise. Then we could go back to another lower body exercise, which, which could be a glute bridge. So what you're gonna do here, you're gonna lie down on your back. You're going to bend your legs. And then from there, so your feet are on the floor, your knees are bent. And then from there, you're going to lift your hips up. You're going to squeeze your bottom muscles, keep them squeezed as you come up and then keep them squeezed as you come back down again. And you're going to go for 15 of those for three rounds. And then another upper body exercise could be um, a tricep dip. So you might have seen this performed and you might want a quick Google of this one if you're not familiar with it. So basically, you're sitting on a chair. You've got your hands um, just to the edges of the chair with your fingers pointed forwards you're then just going to lift your bottom off the chair so you're hovered from that chair from there you're going to then bend at the elbows and you're going to dip down so you bend at your elbows and your hips lower towards the floor and then you lift yourself back up again and you're going to repeat eight to ten reps of those so that works more into the backs of the arms and into that upper body so there you have those four exercises that you could do. And then you could add maybe a plank on at the end as well. So with that plank position, you're going to be on your forearms or straight arms. So if you're on your forearms, you've got your forearms on the floor. OK, like in a train track position. So you haven't got your hands all kind of clenched um, next to each other. You're like in a train track position with your forearms. And then from there, you've got your legs out straight OK, on the floor to start with. And then you're going to lift your hips off the floor so your legs are straight your forearms are on the floor the forearms are only and the hands are the only things that have contact with the floor <laughs> and your feet obviously <laughs> i'd be impressed if you do it with your feet lifted and if that's too much you just drop down to your knees okay so it makes it a little bit easier you can do the same thing with straight arms so save your forearms on the floor it's just your hands that are on the floor and your feet that are on the floor as well and you have straight arms, so your hands are beneath your shoulders. And you can hold that plank for say 20 seconds if you can, or you can build up 20 seconds, but if you can hit past 20 seconds, you could hold it for 30 seconds. And then maybe do two or three sets of those. So there we have, we have two body exercises, two lower body exercises, and a core exercise in there as well. So a nice little workout that you can do. Um, and then you could repeat that again, or you could find some different exercises to do for a second resistance uh, workout of the week. However, if you are not used to doing resistance workouts, okay, and this is all totally new to you, you could do one of two things. You could build it up to two sessions a week, okay, so you could start on one session, okay, and get that as a habit okay and feel comfortable and remember it doesn't have to be uber long it can be 20 minutes that's absolutely fine and um, i would say don't make it too long make it uh, fit your routine and then once you've mastered that 20 minutes you can then add another workout in or you could literally um 
use like your pockets of time during a day to do it instead. So let's say you're waiting for the kettle to boil. That takes, I don't know, I've never timed it, 60, 90 seconds maybe? <laughs> uh, it depends how much water you've got in it. It doesn't actually. Ah, so put, put a bit more water in. So you're going to have to do this exercise for longer. Um, hold on to the surface and then squat down or use a chair as well. Um, so squat and then stand yourself back up again. So you're doing squats whilst you're waiting for the kettle to boil. You could also, what else do you need to do? Um, you could do the same thing with cleaning your teeth. Actually, that would be a good thing, actually, with cleaning the teeth squats, because then when the kettle is boiling, you need your hands, don't you? So you could do some presses, so grabbing those water bottles and lifting them above your head. And as soon as you wake up in the morning, you could drop down to a plank position. Um, and then maybe at night before you get into bed, you could do some glute bridges. So you can see what I've done now. I've used the day, okay, clean your teeth, getting up of bed, getting into bed, and boiling the kettle as performing those four exercises. Feel like I've missed one. Dips, tricep dips, adverts. Though we rarely have adverts on the TV now because a lot of you are watching like Netflix. Hmm. Watch something that has adverts in <laughs> and then do your tricep dips in the adverts. Yeah, so three sets of 10, make sure you have a little rest. So when I say doing three sets of something, make sure you have that 30 to 60 second rest between sets. So a set would be your complete 10 repetitions. So there you have it. You could pocket that throughout the day. Yeah. And then but then you're like, oh, God, actually, I can do this. And you could do that, you know, a couple times a week. So there, hopefully. That makes a bit of sense as to how often you should be exercising. And remember, we're all um, we're all different. We've all got different lifestyles. Some of you actually might be doing more of that because you've been exercising for a while and you've just built up. Um, what I'd always say is make sure you're having that kind of rest time as well and try not to over-exercise. Depends what you're doing, obviously. So some people do like to exercise every day, but if you're just doing it like moderate intensity, you know, you can get away with that. You can get away with doing seven half an hour walks a day and then putting two resistance sessions in. Absolutely fine. It's when maybe you start to do too much vigorous stuff. That's why the guidelines are only 75 minutes for vigorous intensity. And, you know, as you start to veer up towards 90, 100 over that minutes, you know, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot to take for the body um, because it's a lot more stress on the body. A hit class is a lot more stressful than doing a low impact cardio class, but they're just as effective as each other. And it's sometimes what you prefer. Just don't go crazy with the vigorous intensity. And likewise, the resistance stuff. Like I say, you should um, ideally do two resistance sessions a week. Um, but when you start to creep that up and you know you can do three, four sessions, but try not to do them all after each other. So say you do, and definitely don't do two body parts uh, next to each other. So what I mean by this, say you did lower body on a Monday, on Tuesday, you'd want to do upper body. You wouldn't want to do lower body again, because if you do lower body Monday, you're going to be aching a little bit probably. Then you come in to then do your lower body again on Tuesday. So you're going to find it a struggle. Um, and then let's say you don't have a rest after that and you go straight into upper body on Wednesday and then you go upper body again on Thursday. But, you know, you've done four days in a row and you might have done some vigorous um, activity and aerobic activity in there as well. It, it's a lot. So structure is, is another element and another element maybe 
I'll discuss next week with you. So I might just do next week, I might do a little roundup of, of different things. So little nuggets of different um, things that I've been talking about over these last episodes. So you can just be like, oh, start to put that into action more. I think I'll do that. I've actually decided I will do that. So there we have it. That is how often you should be exercising. So any feedback, as always, do let me know. Um, but have a lovely rest of the day if you listen to this on your Sunday morning. <laughs> um, or if you listen to it at some point during the week, I hope you're having a lovely week. And I will see you next week. Take care.